Greetings, Max on friends, and welcome back finally to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Please join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. We're not delayed at all. My name is Tim. <laughs> With me in the booth, as per usual, is Jules, Brad, and Al. How are the three of you today? Good. Good. Bon Jovi. Yeah, we're always yeah. good. Yep. I like we're that. Good. All right. Great, grand, wonderful. <laughs> no, y'all got the bus. Ah, <laughs> uh, getting straight into it, Jules. My man. Yeah. My boy. Yeah. Taking us through the circuits of time, only back to a couple of years ago, 2019. We're going to watch the satire war film, Jojo Rabbit. So Satire? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Come, yeah. Well, comedy, satire. Com- comedy, yeah, satire. Yeah. Black comedy. Black comedy. Black comedy. Black comedy. Okay, yeah. well, let's, let's mm. yeah, we'll agree on that one. Uh, before we get into it, it's important that we pause and acknowledge and are grateful to our first storytellers, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the unceded lands we are recording on. Let's get back to 2019. Hit that booth, please, Slaney. Gentlemen, we're history. Yeah, righty, 2019. Um, I'm not sure, Al, if we've been here before. <laughs> but uh, I think, I think, I we, think have, we have, but I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, we can never remember. What, but What was the one night, the 911 operator? The uh, Guilty? The Guilty, I think that was 2019. What about the, uh, that end of day style film that you did, the Australian one? Uh, no, that's older. That's like 17 or 18. Okay. Great. So. Well, <laughs> none of us checked. So yeah, none stuff. of us checked. And <laughs> as, as a warning, we will never check. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, let's find out what happened in 2019. Let's head over to History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. Nice. Nice. Very nice. All right. Uh, Jojo Rabbit released December 19. Ooh. Actually, 26th of December. So one of the good old. Oh, two days before my birthday. Oh, uh, it's eleven <laughs> days after mine. Oh, there you go, <laughs> you guys. Um, hour oh. forty-eight, PG thirteen. Yep, thought that was pretty good rating. And one eight five to one. Sorry, Jules, you probably knew no. that. Um, uh, one good thing that I've noticed that um, IMDb is now doing is giving us um costings and grosses yeah, and stuff like that, which that. I noticed, yeah. which is good. So this movie cost fourteen mil to make and worldwide grossed ninety million. So Ooh. good work. All right, two thousand and nineteen. Um. Oat milk became a craze. <laughs> yes. um, the rest of the world finally wised up and realised that you can put avocado on toast that Australians have been doing for about 45 years. Um, there was the potential Area 51 invasion. Oh, which was, right. God, I was hoping that people were going to do that and actually get was killed. Was all the way back in 2000? I know, that seems like such a long time ago, it doesn't does. it? It does. I know, it's crazy. A lot's happened since then. <laughs> a lot has that, happened. That COVID actually, year, not like, a lot has happened since yeah, then. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. dragged out. 100%. <laughs> um, Greta Thunberg was a thing. Uh, the Game of Thrones finale happened. Um, there was a new Joker given to us, so the, the Joker film. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Martin Scorsese nearly got lynched for saying that the Marvel films are not cinema. <laughs> Debate there. Um, all right, bread was, uh, depending on what bread you get, between a dollar and about $45, depending on what bread it is. <laughs> uh, milk is about was about a dollar, and oat milk, for the equivalence of this, was about $4.70. Um, Oscars, Green Book, um, Olivia Coleman for The Favourite, and Rami Malek mm-hmm. for Bohemian Rhapsody. 2019. Finally watched Green Book. Nice. The other week. I still haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it either. Yeah, you're on. 
I heard, it was good. I heard mixed things. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it wasn't as good as I was expecting to be, but it was still good. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. Very good. All right, well, Jojo Rabbit, before we get any further, I think, Jules, you're the mastermind behind this choice, so yeah. it's only fitting that you do the synopsis for us today, if that's totally all right. I forgot about this, but uh, yeah, look, um, where are we? We were set in 1940... It's the last year of the war. Five. Last year of the war in Four? Europe. Four? B-43. Because the war in Europe. Yeah, thanks, Brad. You're our resident uh, World War II World War II guy. Right here. Right here. Um, this guy. <coughs> 43. All right, so... Or, or uh, maybe like early 44. But is all we do is war films now. I feel well, we like that's all we do. <laughs> we do a lot of war films. There are a lot uh, of war films. There are. War films, though? Like, I feel like Brad's talking about war a lot at the moment. I don't know. If yeah, we've definitely like, referenced World War II a couple of times. Right? Mm-hmm. I suppose with The Third Man and... Joe Noel. Yeah, but we haven't really done any direct straight down the line like Saving Private Ryan style war films. No, true, true. No, but um, Except for maybe Hurt Locker. Uh, okay, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, so we follow uh, our main character who is a 10-year-old... What is he, like a Hitler Youth kid he's or a, something? Yep, he's like, a definite he's, Hitler Youth. <laughs> he's like a fanatical Nazi. We follow him and uh, his imaginary uh, friend who is Hitler. So, yeah, for anyone that hears us talking maybe about how funny Hitler is and all that, it's an imaginary version of Hitler. <clears throat> and if you haven't seen this film, maybe see the film before trying to understand mm-hmm. what we're talking about because it might be a bit confusing. Um, so, yeah, so it's the story of... Jojo, uh, following Jojo through 1943 and him kind of discovering that maybe the Nazi regime isn't all it's cracked up to be. And his unexpected housemate. <clears throat> and his exact unexpected house guests and things like that. And uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Does that cover it? Does that yep. work? Sure. Sounds good. Yeah. Good. Um, Let's crack in. What? Wow. All right. So straight, straight in. <laughs> straight <laughs> in. The opening <laughs> is rad, right? It's got... It's got screaming girls. It's got a German version of "I Want to Hold Your Hand." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the the German versions of all the songs. Yeah. yeah, so good. Oh, okay. And they're all like, but they're all like screaming over over Hitler. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like it's a, a phenomenal Beatles meets Hitler. Kind yeah, of, it's yeah. this phenomenal like I don't know like mash of pop culture later. Yeah, pop culture, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. the the. Well, it's it sort of sets up JoJo's fanaticism. Mm. Yeah. That's the correct word for that. I think that works. Um, yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like this is he is a big deal to him, and he's he's the world. He's everything, and he's the Beatles. Yeah, he's the scenario. Beatles. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yep. I thought just like straight in, I'm like, yeah, this is this is great. Had, had everyone seen this before? No. Nope. Yeah. Right. You, you'd have seen <laughs> this before. Yeah. yeah, I was. I was. This was second viewing for me. I am. Um, okay, right. I hadn't seen it. And I was very interested to see how they were going to make a comedy out of this subject. Mm. Now, I've seen this done before in a movie called Four Lions, mm-hmm. which is about four terrorists in London. It's really good. Um, that are setting up to have a bomb at the London Marathon. Right. Now, the way they did it, was right, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah right. it's actually a very funny it's film. Really good. <laughs> yeah, right. Then the way they did it and the way they got around it, which made it a very non-offensive film, was that they made the characters the funny part, and anything to do with the terrorism, they purposely made it very not funny. Mm. But they made the characters doing the things the actual comedy part, and so that is mm. hilarious. But whenever there is anything about them actually getting into like you know fanatical Islam or the actual bombing of the um of of the uh, marathon. marathon and things 
very serious, very not funny, and purposely done that way. And they did it exactly the same in here. And I was, I was that's why I was really, it's like, oh god, how are they going to do this? Because this is going to be such a touchy subject. But they did it really well. So Hitler being the imaginary person, nothing that they did that was anything serious was funny, which yeah. we'll probably get onto a lot of the mm. quite impacting scenes in this film. Yeah. But there was the characters that were funny. They yeah. were all hilarious, and they purposely hung shit on the whole Nazi regime. Oh, oh, totally just the like uniform that. sort of, yeah. you know, the regimented style thing and the hierarchy ridiculousness and everything. And, well, and I was going to touch on that because I, I, I'd i heard a couple of um, kind of grumblings out on the interwebs where people were saying they were like, oh, you know, the, the, the whole Nazi regime and what happened is no joke and blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but this is a film that's essentially through the eyes of a 10-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you've got to go into it like as a 10-year-old kid. Like, you know, so... Yes, there's all these serious things happening, but, you know, we're experiencing it in JoJo's world and how he mm-hmm. sees things. And, like, you know, like, it's like, like that that opening montage of all the screaming fanatic people, you know, like, like mm. that kind of, like, Beatles mania kind of yeah. vibe with Hitler. It's kind of like, oh, you know, like, yeah, how you said it sets up his, JoJo's fanaticism. Mm. Um, and, yeah, kind of everything that around that happens, like, even the serious stuff, you know, like, yeah, it is, it, everything just kind of, all the comedy stops in the, in those serious scenes, because even as a 10 year old kid, you know, when you are confronted by like the hanging people in the square, you know, like as a kid, you think, like that's how you would experience it. It's a serious thing. Even and that was the first really sort of really serious scene of the whole thing. And it was like, it was really, like it was Super like a powerful. sledgehammer to the face that you were unexpecting. Yeah, 100%. And just the whole scene of like they just walk past and they're hanging in the street and it pauses and he says, what did they do? And she just says, all they could. Oh, yeah. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they go back into the film again. But it's those little bits that break up the comedy of bringing you back to the seriousness of the situation. But it even goes before that. Sorry, Timmy, I know you are about to speak. I'll, I'll, um, with uh, Captain Clangzen Klasendorf. Sammy Rockwell. Sammy Rockwell. Great, great <laughs> Clang, character. Captain K. Captain K, yeah. Let's yeah. go with Captain K. So, oh, Sam Rockwell, man. He's so uh, good in this. So, like, when, when we're <laughs> so good in everything. Yeah. When we're introduced to him, like, you know, he's even him doing his shooting with all the guns and he's just like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is ridiculous. But even he touches on, like, just that little bit of serious side. You know, he's like, he I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's just like, you know, you know, I lost perfectly good eye and blah, 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 and apparently that's not good enough and... You know, even though everyone says we're doing really well, but, you know, we're actually not. And we're he not. kind of just yeah. has this, like, brief moment of seriousness and it's kind of enough to remind you that this is not a nice film, even though, like, you're straight into it. You're just like, oh, man, this is ridiculous. And then, yeah, when those scenes, the serious scenes do come along of, like, you know, the people hanging in the street or, you know, certain little comments every now and then and you're just like, oh, yeah, this is actually, this is mm. really nasty but that, stuff. But that's also the the magic of cinema, isn't it? Because mm. it's this one shot that can mm. change mm. everything. I feel like those comments got lost a bit, though. Like I feel like the serious, like the little undertone comments, like as they were, you just didn't. They were glossed over a bit. I thought. Yeah, like, I didn't. Really feel- nice on the second run. Captain yeah. K is like. There's a lot going on with him. Yeah. That I picked up this time, yeah. and you get it right from the start, where he's just like. Completely downtrodden, and knows just, it's all over. He knows it's all over. Yeah. He's also, and he's been spit out the ass of the system too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but he's also a marginalised person. Like, yeah. Him and Alfie Allen, 
<laughs> who's also in this film. Who says one line. I, yeah, I was about to say, film. he says like one sentence in the whole yeah. film, but so, he's great in it at the same yeah. time. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is Captain K's Sidekick. secret boyfriend, yeah. if you will. This right? is his like, secret boyfriend, yeah. What, Absolutely. So Alfie, what's, what's he out of? Because I was trying to figure out. Oh, he was in uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay, Drive. he's Game of Thrones. Okay, what is it? Drive? No, he's no, 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 John, no Wick. John Wick. John Wick, sorry. He's, not he's, Drive. Yeah, yeah, second, oh, second Alfie Allen appearance yeah. from the series. No, I was trying to figure it out. I'm sitting there no. going, I've seen that th- face. He's been in something else we've done John as well. John Wick, oh, yeah. In a smaller part. Yeah, I can't remember what it is, but I'll, I'll think of it in a second. But he's, he, he was awesome, though. Like, I can't even remember his name. I, I actually really liked his character. But, um, yeah, the fact that, like, you see it right... Well, you, you can feel it right from the start on that second watch for me, and... And just the things he does through the film, like when he lies about the passport. Oh, yeah. It's because, like, he's, you know, like if they found out about him, he'd be shot as well. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. An, he's exactly in their camp. And so I found it fascinating that he was so involved and so along. You know, that was his kind of defense, I guess, was like assimilating in and keeping it all a secret and not getting found out that way. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think he also had this big understanding that the inevitable was coming. Yeah. And he was just holding on. It's interesting because I, I struggled to figure out whether he was on board, whether like with the whole Nazi regime and hating the Jews, whether he was just, he was one of those kind of like guys who just wanted to go out and battle like, um, like in Forrest Gump, uh, I can't remember the captain's name, how his father and, and his father and father, and they all died yeah. in battle. And his thing was just, he just wanted to go out and battle or whether he was actually, whether he was, you know, a Nazi to his, you know, to his heart, I suppose. Um, well, it's the same way. It's it's that scene at the camp where they're burning the books. So oh, he's literally man. staring into the flames, just drinking alcohol. That I, I yeah, but that's his, I don't think Al said it, that's his assimilation. So that's yeah. him just basically trying to hide. Yeah, and yeah. just it's, get through. It's it. how he's surviving. Because if he resisted, then he'd end up as one of the people yeah. in the street. But I think that that's that's what's really good about that shot is that it's obvious that he's not into it, but it's not obvious at the same time. Like yeah. he's there. So you, yeah, I know that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> what a contradiction! Correct. <laughs> because he's still he's still teaching the Hitler Youth. He's still at a, at a youth like yeah. Nazi camp. Yeah. yeah. But again, um, he he might be done doing it under you know I put in inverted commas like duress. Yeah. Like he's he's still taking he's still taking his orders. Yeah. But that's all he's doing. That's all he's that's doing. That's all he's doing yeah, at that point. Yeah, but that's just, that comes down to one of those things. It's like, you know, who's more evil? The person, the, the evil doer or the person that sees it, understands it and lets it happen. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that, that scene though, Timmy... The, but there probably the wasn't, sorry, but there probably no, was right. a moment where he did... Well, he was fully invested in it. That's the thing. Maybe. Yeah, he or may have gone through a similar experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he might have had a an awakening himself and, and gone... Well, the other thing is a self-preservation thing. So yeah. if he was like basically hiding being homosexual, then he would have ended up in a prison camp. Yeah. So. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, that, that's, that's what scene, I said though. like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, but we just re-say it a different way. So, oh, we listen, yeah. Yeah. so, yeah. so what you do... It's how this whole podcast works. Is you take what someone has said and then like shuffle it around a bit All and the then time. say yeah. it again. Yeah, fake it till you make it, Al. Is that, um, yeah. So, Timmy, that, that, that scene that you were just talking about with the fire where they're burning the books, it's really good because it, yeah, it gives us great insight into Captain K, but it also gives us really good insight into Jojo himself because... Because he's not know, sure either, is he? Yeah, he's not sure. Sure, like uh, he's there. Well, he's starting to question. He's like, "This doesn't seem right," uh, but everyone's doing it. So okay. yeah, because that's it. Like, yeah, he has that moment. Like, everyone's throwing the books in the fire, and he's kind of having fun. But then, yeah, he takes that moment to stop. And you know, he's like, like I mean, I don't know how you guys took it, but the way I took it is that he's got this moment of confusion on his face, where he's like, "What the hell are we doing? Like, is this 
we supposed to be doing this? Is this right? And then, mm. like, you know, he looks around, everyone's having a great time. And obviously, he wants to be part of the clique and, you know, wants mm. to be involved. And he's like, okay, sweet. I'll, mm. I'll go along with it. And and Elsa, you know, she remarks upon that later on in, in the story as well. Like, uh, actually, sorry, did you guys know this was based on a book? Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. It, See, won, it won an Academy Award for Best Adaptation. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know that. I just, I was like, I, only today I was just, you know, scaring YouTube and, um, and yeah, uh, Caging Skies, and yeah, it's it grim. Right. It's Caging Skies, like yeah, it's, it's not a comedy. It's yeah, yeah <laughs> that's the thing. That's 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 yeah. that's what I found a bit jarring about it was if it's based on a real book that could be a true story. Not sure. Um, oh, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, 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 don't think so. Yeah, not sure. But there's plenty of stories like this though. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's interesting. Like it's similar to adaptation to a degree. Obviously, way different subject matter and seriousness. But obviously, the you know the way that it's been adapted into film mm. going and obviously they would have had to have gotten the authors okay for that as well yeah. like hey this we're thinking this is going to be a yeah, comedy like, what would you even think as the author like yeah, it's interesting like, isn't it? i don't know i haven't read up about it so i don't know no. but um, no yeah. only i only discovered it today so i was, was mm. kind of caught me by surprise but the, how do you how, how do you approach the author about that? Like that? Who's written a very serious book? Hey, we want to turn this hey, into so a well, you buy the CD on board and you buy the rights to a, for a book. Mm. Yeah. You buy the rights to make it into a film. It, they don't often have a whole lot of say yeah, unless right. they're unless they're brought on as like to help adapt the book to the screenplay or that yeah. sort of thing. If they weren't, then you just mm. you take the book and you make a movie out of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I just remember. With our adaptation episode, that the author was super on board with the idea mm. of what Kaufman did, so I, f- yeah. I figured that might have been standard practice that they'd ask the author. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Maybe mm. there's a lot of times where they just don't. Um, there was a lot of like of all the the propaganda and the the hilarity of some of the propaganda, and this was pretty funny too. Of the whole, you know, that the Jews are born from eggs and oh. and mm. and all that sort of stuff, and all that getting into the kids' minds about these like. A horror story, fairy tale sort of yeah, yeah. things and and bits and pieces. And I know that like you know it's another stretch of the, the comedy genre, but like you know the Borat thing is always about that, where he always he always says something really provocative to try and get a reaction out yeah. of someone. Mm. And, and he was you know using those same things of um of like you know just tr- really trying to provoke people into actually a reaction. Yeah. Well, and it's fun. good again because it's coming from because we're watching this film through the eyes of a ten year old. All the suggestions would be something that a kid would understand. Would just come up with some ridiculous imaginative mm-hmm. idea, and normally there'd be a bunch of adults going, "Well, no, that's you know." That's well, yeah, but like, they were just like, "Yep, yep, that's great. Yep, give me more. What else yeah. you got?" Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like little, it's like little Yorgi talking about the Russians and how they're cannibals and they, <laughs> oh, they and then they like, like the, they sleep with the dog and, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. How and, good is Yorgi? Oh, Yorgi's the oh. best. And it's I found that like they didn't. Do anything with an accent with Yogi. He's super they British. Just yeah, like, <laughs> they just rolled with it, and it, and it works. Like, and I found, oh. I found the accents like all over the place. Well, yeah, Rebel yeah. was very Australian in a few of the things she yeah. said as well. Yeah. But Tyker dropped in and out. Mm. Steve Merchant, oh, yeah, which right, we can yeah, Rebel Wilson's in this. Yeah, mm. that we thing. get Steve to Merchant. we get to Steve Merchant. Oh, oh, Steve Merchant scene oh, was just fab, isn't oh, it? So phenomenal, good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. And especially, it wasn't so much all the Hell Hitler stuff. It was more. <laughs> It was more when he walked up to Captain K and he's like a hundred feet yeah, taller yeah, than him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he really that tall? Yes. No, no, man. they stood him on a box. He's, so he's, he's definitely, oh, but he's okay. definitely he's tall. tall. Yeah, yeah, right. tall. I was yeah. like, man, 
man. But I, mean, I suppose that's the point of the I, yeah. I watched, um, you know, Vanity Fair do those like deconstructions of a scene. They'll get the director and maybe an actor in or something. And they like go through a scene and pause it and draw all over the screen. And, oh, yeah. and there's a couple, there are a couple that are like, well, they're, they're all pretty good. Uh, like I watched uh, um, John Favreau one. No, not a John Favreau. Andy Circus one with mm. the Jungle Book. No, not the Jungle Book. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I tell you why I'm getting confused. Stuff. I tell you why I'm confused because John Favreau directed the Jungle Book and about the same time Andy Circus directed a film called Mowgli. Oh, and so it's with Andy Circus on Mowgli and he breaks down like why they made the animal, how they made them look human and all this sort of stuff he draws yeah. all over and it's, and it's really cool. So there's one for this scene with Taika Waititi. The whole Hitler scene. Yeah, and oh, Stephen yeah. Merchant and the whole thing is just them dicking around. It's like, <laughs> awesome. they're draw- like they have this whole conversation about Hitler's moustache and they draw on Stephen Merchant, this like ridiculous moustache and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> And they, they touch on a couple of things in the scene, but it's mostly just like them having a great having a time. Crack. Yeah, it's oh, really funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's good. That, Post the that, links. Yeah, well, if I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the scene's phenomenal because it's like, it's so... This is where like the satire of it comes but in. But it's also it's a like, super tense scene as well. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, the yeah. thing and that yeah. was hard. The that w- balancing of that yeah. is such a skill yeah. for it to be ridiculous and... Really intimidating in the same. But the ridiculousness of just how it just keeps going. Yeah. Well, when they're going through all the ways that Nathan's dying, (laughs) you know, (laughs) under a penny farthing and all sort of stuff. Yeah. You know what? The one. And he comes in. What are we doing here? Oh, we was. Oh, we just had a It's, it's when he walks into the bedroom and he's like, oh, now this is my <laughs> kind of little boy's bedroom. And it's like, you know, like you think like it's like, you know, car pictures on the wall. Instead of Cristiano Ronaldo, it's Buddy Hitler on the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so bizarre. There was... So one of the things Steve Merchant said, he's like, he pictured that character like there would have been a heap of guys that were like, I don't know, just in sort of very run-of-the-mill management jobs that were kind of meek and not really like have any authority over everyone and then they were thrust into these positions of the, in the SS yeah, yeah and given this like insane amount of power of like life and death basically mm. and they've just like all and they were like people the German public were terrified yeah of yeah. yeah absolutely terrified so to be so they've just taken the, all these powers just gone straight to their mm. head mm. and you kind of get that vibe when you're watching them all because they're all like quite friendly like it's so good that scene where they're they're super friendly but and almost creepy friendly. Yeah, yeah, but it's still so scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh man, it just reminded me of a I can't remember what it's called, but there's like um there's a German perspective version. Brad, you might know that it's the th- it's a three episode. It's kind of like Band of Brothers, but from the German perspective, fighting the Russians. Oh wow. Uh, I yeah I know of I can't remember what it's called at, yeah, I know at what the talking start yeah. yeah it's like real early like they're mm. just before they're getting sh- you know, a couple of guys and their girlfriends they're listening to music and like the Gestapo rock up and they're like what's the music you're listening to and like you know they're like oh don't you know that they've got you know they're associated with Jewish people and blah blah and like you think that someone's about to die like it's the most intense thing ever like when these guys rock up these Gestapo guys and they're questioning about it and like you know, these are German soldiers that are ready to ship and out. Gestapo like, or SS because they're two different things. Oh shit, I don't know now. Gestapo are just the normal police officers. Let's the go with SS. The SS are the 
the guys in the big black shirts. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is yeah, exactly think, right. Think Doogie Howser in uh, Neil, Patrick, <laughs> yeah. Neil yeah. Patrick Harris um, in Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, so um, let's go with SS. Yeah, like these SS guys, and it's it's t- intense. Like it's the Steve Machine character is Wicked Stalpo. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Looks right. very much like the dude from Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, and yeah. that's yeah. He, he burns his hand burns on the on the, the oh, stuff yeah, of Ra. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, his yeah. face melts stuff at the end. Of Ra, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, I'm in love with the the costumes in this film. Oh, They're yeah. like gorgeous. Like everyone is just especially, especially the paper uniform. There's something <laughs> that Cap- Captain go- K's costume at the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not just that. Like I'll go back to the burning the book scene with the collar popped. Oh yeah, yeah. fuck! It looks just oh, like snappy dresses. Um, yeah, on that on Captain K's uniform at the so end, good. they're both wearing the pink triangle that that homosexuals were branded with in the war. So like, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. Have ah, a look. Spot. There'd be a lot of little bits and pieces like yeah, that. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So I love it because he goes in full mascara and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and he just looks. Like, he just looks yes. glorious. He looks sick. Like the wind blowing and he's yeah. Music. And he's got that big, yes. just like that stupid gun. Oh man! And Finkel's painting of the Valkyries or something like that. And Finkel's got the bloody. He's got a gramophone. He's got a gramophone. He's just like he's loving the gramophone because it's got that Monty Python vibe from Holy Grail with the you know the knights are all like going along, but they've got the servants behind them with the coconuts and the massive backpacks that they're just like lugging everything. It's all about you know the guy in front. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And then from the follow-on from the costumes is, I think this is hands down my favourite Scarlett Johansson film. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. She was absolutely incredible I, in this film. I got a lot of time for Scarlett Especially Johansson. Especially in the Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Doing the two parts in the lounge room. Oh, oh yeah, that. Jeez. Wow, that was good. <laughs> I didn't, man, I tell you, if there's one thing I didn't see coming, there's a lot of things in this movie I didn't see no, coming. Yeah. Her doing that, I was just like, whoa, that... Really, just kind of knocks this you back whole level takes of you intensity. Yeah, because yeah, it's like and like, and then you sit there and think about it once you actually work out what her character is and like how she's actually managing to survive in this neighborhood yeah. of what she's actually doing behind the scenes yeah. and getting away with it, and well, inevitably not getting away with it. Yeah, but um, like the and the amount of people that would have been doing those sort of things and trying to hide all these people and help mm, the situation yeah. because they just knew that it was fundamentally wrong. Mm. But then once you've actually we get to know and we think that she's just this hard ass mum, but yeah, and then we work out there's this complete other side to her. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. No, but I, like I, I agree. I, I, but she was know, awesome in this. This is yeah, probably so one of my favorite good, Scarlet movies. Like, I, good she's casting been on in her. some unreal films. I can't even remember what. They yeah, are there's good stuff. She was good. I mean, she was really good in her. Even though oh, it's just a voice. she's just yeah, a voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, there's a movie that no one sort of liked, but I actually really liked. It was called Lucy. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't a fan of Lucy. But, see, I liked it. I thought it was. Was good. that the use whatever part of your brain? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, your brain? she yeah. gets injected with the drugs. Ah, mm. oh, oh yeah. yeah see, Do you remember Under good. the Skin? Yeah, I was just about to say, was it? It was you that I watched. Yeah, we, like, we watched that together. Man, that is a weird. It was ass weird. Movie. Yeah. That. Without getting too far into it, it's a pretty underground film, I think. But she, those scenes, for anyone who's seen Under the Skin, the scenes where she picks up the guys and she's driving the van with it and it's super awkward, those guys didn't know they were being filmed until <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like they just thought they were I getting didn't a. Know that. Yeah, they, was, oh they thought they were just getting a lift from some hot chick in a van oh, so who up. is Scarlett Johansson in, in, you know, kind of makeup and like couldn't really recognize her that well. And, and then, yeah, it's later on, they're like, oh, do you want to be in the film? And, 
they're like, okay. And you're already in it. Like, <laughs> you're already in it. Yeah, yeah, obviously they would delete the I had no idea about that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just kind of changed it for me. I mean, that movie was fucking weird. But yeah, it was weird. It, it was, was a bit weird. I wouldn't say I was super on board with it, but... What do we... Uh, um, she's... I've, sorry. She's really good in Marriage Story too. if you haven't seen that. Uh, um, uh, with... Um, um, did any of us see the hanging shoes situation coming? <laughs> no. 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 Nah. Yeah. Well, this time, obviously, yeah, I did. <laughs> that was that was like a because that that is so oh, jarring because it's I'd just pause the film and I burst into tears. It's like a <laughs> it's oh, it's mess like, last night. It's like a whole freaking different movie in that moment. Yep. Like it's it's because and you like you because you saw the scene before where she's dancing on the wall and and you yeah know, yeah. And, so the, that was one thing I noticed. And was, obviously you you didn't sit there afterwards and go, oh, wow, that was massively set up. But it was like yeah. <sighs> And but that were the um like the you know the ruby slippers from yeah. Wizard of yeah. Oz sort of thing you know yeah they they definitely focus on the shoes quite a lot building up to it the first like yeah. the first time I didn't notice it I yeah. like you know they kept yeah. going back to shoes like when he's having his when JoJo's having his physical therapy at the pool again she comes into the comes scene in, you see the shoes. yeah only the shoes they're, and like, they're super sort of obvious this time yeah but it it also didn't bother me it also like. <sighs> Because I couldn't remember exactly where in the film that scene was. Mm. I knew it was coming and I'm like, oh, here are the shoes again. Oh. <laughs> and then when I saw the butterfly, I had this like, oh, that's right. We're about to see the shoes. Panic attack. Fly. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. this like full yeah. panic attack. And yeah, I, yeah. and I was a mess last night. Because the other thing with that, um, and going back to what you said before, Brad, about the comedies and the characters, mm. I really struggled with the goofiness after that. I struggled with the Hitler stuff after that. You couldn't like you couldn't get you. I just couldn't. And that made it real. It did. Yeah, and yeah. I absolutely made it real. And the Hitler stuff after that, she was just almost offensive. Isn't the right word, but I just felt but like uncomfortable. But yeah. see, that's what I dug about it because yeah. I think it was meant to be like that the whole yeah. time. So <laughs> I also discovered that that Hitler in this is in chronological uniforms right like he really? his costume change is chronological to the war mm. oh, wow. uh, and but what I really like about it is he gets more and he gets less sort of whimsical he gets super unhinged yeah, yeah he gets really unhinged as Jojo yeah. f- like basically falls out of love with him like mm. as as he becomes more and more disillusioned from this this hard fanaticism. And we're more in love with Elsa too, you know. Like yeah, and, and and waking up to like what's going on around him. Mm. His imaginary friend gets more and more unhinged and that speech he gives right at the end about getting, you know, he's like, he finishes it with like, get your shit together. <laughs> you is like act like it. Yeah, is like really like aggressive and full on. And yeah. so I think that that transition for me, it, it worked. Yeah, okay. Posts. Yeah. And I, I think it works as well um, because, again, it's still from the perspective of this ten-year-old kid, and the the scene that really hit home with me about about Jojo changing his tune to about how he feels with Hitler is the scene where Jojo's having to dig through the trash to find food, and I think there's a scene where he's just he's eating a plate of cabbage, and it's great because there's no words in the scene. He's just eating some cabbage off a plate, and then the camera pans out, and we see. Hitler sitting there eating his, his huge unicorn, unicorn head. Yeah, head his and, unicorn head, yeah. You know, and he's, whilst you kind of giggle at it, you're like, ha, that's really funny. But it also is, it, there's a big statement there saying, oh, look, I'm sitting here having to, you know, Hitler's supposed to have my back. Yeah, Hitler doesn't give a shit. Hitler doesn't give a mm. shit. I'm sitting here eating scraps out of the garbage whilst he's off in his, you know, wherever eating unicorn head for dinner and stuff. So yeah. it's like, yeah. it, it's a good uh, example of 
Jojo kind of getting off the off the wagon, so to speak. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, so definitely, good. yeah, off the wagon. Good, yeah. good way. No, actually, really good. I like that. Yeah, yeah it, it works. works. <laughs> yeah, he starts to actually wise up to the situation. Yeah, and it's and it's a slow. Yeah, through each each one of his interactions with uh, this imaginary Hitler. Um, but and, but I think that that also worked really well with then the flow on with Elsa and how he's lost his mum, he's lost Hitler, mm. and now he's going to lose Elsa because the Allies won the war. Yeah, and yeah. you know you got that whole scene about him. Well, it's Having also it's that love shift. Yeah, well. and he lies. Yeah. He lies to her. Yeah, he lies oh, to her to say we won because yeah. he just doesn't but, but want that's her to thing, leave. He's fallen out of love with Hitler, Hitler, and in love with her. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's the whole thing. And yeah, and but it, he knows that as soon as the ally, like she's gone. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, do you, that's. Yeah. Do you think? I see. I don't think she would leave. I mean, where would she go? But again, we're thinking about it through. You know, the, we're watching. Oh, this yeah, like, uh, yeah. Everyone else is definitely left. like everyone else is left. Why wouldn't she? Like, why wouldn't well, she? Yeah, like, yeah. But I mean, I suppose from a from a. I mean, she did talk about wanting to go to Paris, but like, not from a ten year old's perspective. Like, if we look at it, if we just take a step back from the story and we go, oh, what what do you think the future of Elsa would be? Do you think she would leave Germany? I can imagine there's like a lot of pretty bad anchors about staying there, you know. Or do you think she would, you know, stay there with? Jojo, or what do you reckon she did? Well, you got to remember though, she is German. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like even though yeah, she's Jewish, she is German. She's yeah, probably yeah. been from like years and generations and generations of being a like a German family. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't. Yeah. Well, she is, but like the people thought, said that she wasn't. Yeah. Do you reckon she would have left? You reckon she would have gone? I don't, somewhere did, else? I don't know. I don't know. Why would you want to stay though? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot. You got a lot of negative anchors. Oh, there's a lot of triggers that you're going to see every day. Yeah. My uh, my in-laws were German Jew, yeah. and they fled really? fled out here. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Was, Tegan was telling me a story about uh, a friend of hers. Uh, the grandmother spent like yeah, like four years in a cupboard, and they're like, had they'd written a, a book and everything. And apparently, like they had to train the they they wouldn't let the children the child of the family go to school until they knew that the child wouldn't talk about the person in the cupboard and all this mm. stuff like crazy. Like it's you watch the film. And then when you hear the actual story about it, you're like, "Geez, yeah, that's." There's there's so many fun. stories, especially like in the the people that got out early that were were hidden mm. and just all through, especially through like the ones that got out of Germany and then were hiding in France and then France became occupied and. Yeah, I mean, you watch you watch the what is it the pianist? Oh man, and like, mm. oh, dude. Yeah, that but even that um, in uh, Inglorious Bastards that. That really awesome scene where they're yeah, where they're under the floor, where they're under the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he knows they're there. He's just waiting for the guy to give him up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's there's many many stories. I think I've said before about oh. the, the old customer of mine whose um, mother and younger daughter were basically dragged out of a house by a, um, an SS officer, thinking that they, they, his grandmothers were taken off. Uh, grandmother and grandfather were taken off by the by the uh, German troops, and these her he, she was. Five and her sister was three or something, yeah, right. and they were dragged out of this house by this um, German officer, who like basically walked him out into the forest with his gun, thinking that she was thinking that he was going to get shot. And she yeah. basically, this German officer gave the older his this guy's mum her gun and some food, and basically said, "Run that way. There will be people that will find you." Wow. And um, that was they were in Poland, and uh, eventually, so they hooked up with like the Polish underground. This guy had actually purposely saved them yeah and yeah they hooked up with the Polish underground which then got them into France which then got them across to England like months and months of getting them through That's and got them insane. into England and as soon as they got to England they put them on a boat and sent them to Australia wow yeah 
And they like this. Wow. She never saw her family, any of her family, ever again. They were wow. all dead, that's and it was just her so and her younger crazy. sister. And at five years old, that's what was happening to her. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy story. How old were your in laws? Uh, Do you know? Young adult, I would have said. Yeah. I would have said in their twenties or thirties. Mm. I can confirm that. Yeah. So now it's grandparents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Gosh. One of them, yes. Unbelievable. That's um, it, no, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's a whole it's, thing that we would never understand. No. Well, this and this is the thing, I guess a lot this is one of the things that a lot of people I think um, who had a lot of negative to negative things to say about this film, you know, this is their gripe is that, you know, like well, you know, we're sitting here comfortably watching this film, having a good laugh about it. The reality is, you know But we're not laughing about the situation. Yeah, but that's no, yeah. of course not. Mm. I think I think telling it the way it is 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 smarter like mm-hmm. it's much more palatable and and accessible to a wider audience like mm-hmm. you think about even if you if you stick with the like like this is our what third Taika Waitiki mm-hmm. film that we've covered, we, we did, did. We did Hunt for the Wilder People. What yeah, was the other and, one? and Tim and I did Ragnarok. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. Of you know, like Hunt so for the Wilder People was on TV the other night, and I made Gabs watch it. <laughs> and through the whole film, all he was worried about was what was going to happen to the dog. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> fair call, no. Because like, the dog looks exactly like Frank, which I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, sure. <laughs> but like, even if you come at it from that angle to be like, oh, I've what I've, I love his films, mm. I'm going to go see this one. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it had been like a another you know dramatic piece then would i have been as likely to go see yeah. it i mean not me personally yeah. no probably not yeah you do, do you know what i mean like i think it's a it's a smarter way and and i saw i saw some stuff with him where he was like yeah i want to make sure that this these stories keep getting told that mm. yeah we've sort of we've sort of moved out of a world war 2 film Phase, mm. and we're not telling those stories anymore. Middle Eastern stuff now. Yeah, and I don't. And he was like, I don't want that to be forgotten because mm. he's, he's definitely he's you know half Marty, half Jew. Yeah. Um. He's like these. This is the story of you know my people, and and I don't want it to be forgotten. So mm, it's, it is keeping it relevant, and it's keeping it accessible. And like you said, Brad, it's the the situation is not funny at all. They no. at no point do they talk about the situation. It's the mm. circumstances within that situation mm. that they play with. And, and the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. And yeah, and he talked about like it's particularly that Steve Merchant scene, like how they sort of like you know, he was like, Imagine being in a room of like thirty people and and oh, well we've made good. these rules now. We've got to follow these bloody rules that we've invented and Yeah. How many takes do you reckon that scene took? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they were all like really sharp. Like the cutting got quicker too. Yeah. yeah. Like as you know, <laughs> as you got the joke, you were. Oh, I get what we're doing now. The cutting got really quick. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I love this film. I feel Rebel Wilson has been typecast a little bit, to a degree. Of, Maybe. Like she's she just says a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I think I understand what you're saying. Like it was that it was that opening line of hers of like I've had 18 children for the German army, yeah. and she like does that that arm movement kind of thing. Of like, <laughs> like you know, yeah, have that. It's like you definitely yeah, like she's a super yeah, she just the super kind of weirdo one. Like, and she kind yeah. of does that in a lot of movies. Mm. Like, I I think about like she says something really funny though. There's one line that she says that I was pissing myself laughing. I can't remember what it is now. 
I think towards, towards the end. Towards no, the no, it was, it was when they're at the pool. Oh, when she, I love it when she slides across the bench and it takes her like forever <laughs> to like slide across like it's this awkward and she's like, oh, my uncle was hypnotized by a Jew and, you know, I made him have an affair it. and all this crap. And like, it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you're not was, wrong. Was that like, the pool scene? Though? Um, mm. I'm looking forward to the, you know, she'll do a like a serious role and I reckon everyone's going to be like, far out. Where yeah. has this been hiding? Like, yeah. yeah. I'll be on board with that. Yeah, I feel like it's Definitely. in there. And it's well, most most comedy actors can do serious. Yeah, good because comedy's way harder than Ooh, doing so serious much stuff. Harder. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Like Melissa McCarthy did one recently about the author. What was it called? I can't remember. About anyway. the author. Yeah, it was she was she played an author who was like blacklisted and oh, I can't yeah, remember. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Hey, did it was a serious else? role. Did anybody else think that, uh, so Yorkie, I was like, man, this could be like Nick Frost's son. (laughs) Yes, I thought of Nick Frost. I did. I was like, man, I overlooked it up. I was like, I wonder if it is. I'm like, nah, it's not him. Like, oh man, totally could have been him. Or they're even like, I bet that's what Nick Frost was like as a child. (laughs) 100%. I love the just the carefree nature of him too, especially oh, so when good. he's like just drops the the rocket launcher, <laughs> blows up. But then the he, he's like, "Help me with the ammo." He turns around and his back is fucked. Like he's oh, got like yeah. scratches. He's he's yeah. all torn up and everything. In his, in his corrugated cardboard. That is the suit. best. Oh, like, is it paper? Oh, it's paper, oh, it's paper like. like. <laughs> I fucking love it. But uh, you know what my favorite line from his is is when Jojo finally says he's like, "Oh, we're well, basically you know." She's basically my girlfriend now. And he goes, oh, girlfriend. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Good, Good on you. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I and swear. they just, they have this really like sweet embrace every time they bump yeah. into yeah, each other Yeah, they love again. each other. I it's love it. It's so oh, cool. Man. They adore each other, yeah. those two. Uh, I'm starting to think I can't die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. Oh, it's so film rocks. So and it's, um, but yeah. even getting on to more serious thing as well, when um, Captain K saves Jojo. And oh yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh man, what a and scene! There's, a, there's so many good things about this film where it's like you're not having it have to have it shown to you. You know it's happening because it's really good cinematography. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. as soon as he gets thrown out, and you see him, then like Captain K gets dragged away, and then he's walking away, and then you hear the gunshots, and you know, yeah. okay, well it's gone. It's it's the end. Yeah. Um. But it's and just those things, and that yeah. Once again, the sh- the shoe scene didn't need any words. Oh, but man. it's like you know the the look on Captain K's face as he's getting dragged away. It's like you know he. It's almost like, yeah, I just did something good in this war, kind yeah. of, you know. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. a redemption thing. Yeah, like you yeah. could tell that yeah. he's like, yeah, that was the right thing to do. But yeah, we, and we were saying, you could see his character change from when he mm. basically just lied for Elsa and, and, and he kept saying this, like, you, and he knew that, he obviously knew that, that Jojo's mum was doing what she was doing because yeah. he kept saying, it's like, she's a good, she's a good yeah, woman. Yeah, that's yeah. right. A good woman. She's Actually, an actual good person. But yeah. even, yeah. At, the, even yeah. at the pool when he's getting prodded with all the questions about Jews and he was just kind of deflecting it. He was yeah. like, well, that's a higher up thing. Just report, yeah, you know, report it up. Don't talk to me yeah. about it. You know, yeah. they, I, I, I've watched this movie like three or four times now and I still can't, I keep forgetting to pay attention to it, but I can't understand why he actually rocks up to the house when all the SS guys are there. <laughs> Maybe because he knew. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like He came to just interference. Yeah, yeah, I had that thought today. I was like, oh, he you know, or, obviously heard that Didn't he say he was there to see his mum? Yeah, I, I can't remember. This is why I was like, oh, I can't figure out if he's was a really on board with the Nazi regime. And obviously, yes, he's hiding you know, his own his own actions and things like that. And I'm just like, oh. he. I found it 
a very difficult character to really try and decipher. Mm. And well, there's maybe a potential if he was there. It was that before Scarlet's gone or after? That's before she. So she like she disappears. She by disappears. Then. Yeah. yeah, she's gone by then. You don't know what's mm. happened. Yeah. There's but no maybe, like maybe Captain K was helping her. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Even, well, though, even though she did kick him in the shins or whatever it was that time. Oh, that him, in the, <laughs> him in the gonads. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. I love how proud he is, though, when he rocks up. He's like, oh, my bicycle got a flat, but I, yeah, but I, I carried it. Yeah, but I carried it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh, man. There oh, was, um, I, I heard Tiger talking about that, the shoe scene, mm. where he's like, it was important that we didn't see her hanging. We didn't see her face. Yeah. Because it was um, a, oh man, I'm going to get like, because it was like, a, it was a private moment yeah. that we weren't privy to. We, you know, we didn't have that privilege mm-hmm. that Jojo was sharing with his mum that time. And I was just like, fuck. Mm. Oh. Yeah. There was another yeah. thing I think I sent you guys straight after I watched it. It was the, the picture of yeah. the, the angel. That uh, that oh, yep. Elsa had drawn. That oh, was yeah, that yeah. when when the when that scene came on, when that photo came on, I was like, "Fuck, that's mm. that's a really just amazing mm. yeah. part of this film." It was yeah. And he's like, "Oh, where are the horns?" And she's like, "Oh, under the hair." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, "Where are your horns?" Like, yeah, I'm, I'm too young. Too young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's actually a Kiwi as well. What's yeah. Uh, I've got it written here. Tomason, Tomason, Tomason McKenzie. I don't know how to say that. You know, you know, a little snapshot of scenes that I loved was when he first found her and it was like a horror movie type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was kind of alien-y, like yeah, yeah. her fingers coming around the yeah. door the and then the her coming... To, yeah. Like, well, that, if it's yeah. from the, his It is, yeah. Though, and yeah. She would have been this alien living in the wall. And especially yeah. the second time I watched it, it was really like, I'm like, oh, that's really well done because he's... Petrified. Mm. Well, I suppose it go. It kind of goes hand in hand. You know, like, you know, all these adults and upper levels have have told these children that you know Jews are monsters and they're these hideous creatures mm. and like you know if you come across one, it's gonna have its yeah like snake tongue and and things like that. So yeah, from the perspective of a ten year old, yeah, the hand coming around like that's his experience. He's being chased by a monster mm. according mm. to his perspective. And it's those so. subtle, smooth movements. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That was good. <laughs> so cool. We haven't Love really it. spoken much about Elsa and I think it's because mm. her character was probably the most normal person yeah. in the whole film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah. she was literally the most grounded and understood her position and what she was there doing and, and basically was, I won't say she was okay with what she was doing but she understood that, that she had to do what she had to do to stay alive. Yeah. And she was dead yeah, other than, than Jojo's mum that, but even she was still quite larger than life character. Yeah. But, yeah. And that's the thing. Like we know that, you know, she's been hidden before, like this isn't the first yeah, time she's right. been hidden. So she knows how it works and she knows yeah. how to run. Well, she, she actually go, she does go through and she says, Oh, like first these friends help me. And then, yeah, also, yeah. Like, but that's not until, until, until mm. the end that we really find that out. Mm. But, mm. The first real impact scene she has is the one where the Gestapo come in and she pretends to be the older sister. Yeah. yeah. Which was quite a that was tense, intense that scene was tense. as well. Yeah. So tense. Yeah, very intense. It's funny. I, know, I I feel like I talk about cliches a lot on this show. Because there's a lot of them in film. Yeah. <laughs> and like how they can be good or effective yeah. or really tacky. Mm. And I feel like 
even though, you know, when when right at the end when they both walk out onto the street, when when Jojo reveals to Elsa that actually the Allies have won, and he's like, "What are we gonna do now?" And I, even though I knew she was gonna be like, oh, "I'm gonna dance," it still works in this film. I'm still, I was still like. And you weren't expecting it to be David Bowie singing in German. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it was just like even the, even though like it was a bit predictable. I'm like, yeah, this is the right thing. Yeah, this yeah. is the thing I want to watch mm-hmm. in this film. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's perfect because it ties back to the mum and how dancing's about freedom. And yeah, like it was. Yeah, it, it worked for me. Mm. Even though I knew it was coming, you know. Is like, it because normally you you're just- like, oh, ready? I bet they'll say this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you pre- you can predict it, and you're like, oh yeah, well that's lazy writing or something. And it was it was kind of nice that they didn't kind of like, even though that you know the whole JoJo falling in love is a big part of the story. It's kind of nice that they didn't kind of have that standard Hollywood you know enforce the love story. Like she's like, look, yeah, I love you as a brother, you know, like that'll do. Yeah, and great. Then, it was perfect. Like they didn't, yeah, it just didn't cram it down your throat like a lot of Hollywood does. Like they like I find a lot of movies very frustrating because. You know, have this fantastic movie, and then they just have to tap on a a love story, and I'm like, well, this is just kind of irrelevant. Mm. Like, you know, like Cameron Diaz in in um, the Gangs mask. of New York, <laughs> yeah, the mask. No, in Gangs of New York, like you know, like Charlie's like, Angels. Just, you could have done, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you just could have done without it. No, I I think I really appreciated the fact that she was like, yeah, look, I love you as a brother, you know, and that, and that was it. That was that was done there. So, mm. and it still makes it a love story. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. somehow yeah. still makes a love story. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong; like you need that. Well, it is across a movie. bunch of different relationships in this film. That's what I, that's what yeah. I dig about it. There's the love story between Jojo and his mum. There's the story about Captain K. You know, yeah. it's like, and there's there's Jojo and Elsa. You know, there's lots going on. It's it's not a it's they're not love stories. They're just relationships. But there's even, yeah. yeah, then there's Yogi you know, and like, Jojo. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like it's. Yeah, they're relationship stories. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god, how much did it break your heart though when when Yorkie was like, "I thought I was your best friend," <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Oh shit, dude! Oh, oh dude, <laughs> getting me right in the feels there." <laughs> so yeah. everyone at home's like, "No, Yorkie, you're my best friend." <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. I'll do it. Buddy. I'll take you, buddy. I'll take. I know so, you're a Nazi, but I'll do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, this film, uh, even though it made good money, it still didn't seem to get the same maybe runtime, and obviously being released on. Boxing Day 19 mm. and the yeah. unknowing things were starting shitstorm that was around yeah. the corner. Yeah. Do you think this? The, do you think that that was maybe the point of why a lot of people haven't seen this, even though it was a little couple of months earlier? I hadn't heard about it to be honest. When you brought it up, I hadn't and heard about really? it. Yeah, right. Yeah, because a lot of people that I've spoken to, I was like, oh, you know, I'm doing JoJo Rabbit for podcast, and the the general reception I got was, oh yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Yeah, it took me ages to get to. I definitely knew it was coming. I'm yeah. like, oh, Tiger's new film, it's going to be great. Yeah, clearly, but it took me ages to get to. Yeah. Clearly, films just weren't on my radar at all for the last. Well, year. I think it's that's what I'm saying. So I think it was one of those things where. You've, you probably didn't know oh, I'm not going to go straight away I'll give it a month until it dies down a bit blah 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 I and then it. and I then your everyone's attention obviously started to be focused elsewhere mm. yeah. and then you know by by March we were stuck in our houses and it's funny cause and it like, didn't you know, go yeah. it didn't go to Netflix or anything like that straight away because yeah. it was still too new yeah and it was like you know and obviously that pandemic has changed everything where things there's big budget films that are now made just for Netflix now and yeah. don't go to the cinemas at all and yeah. because of the situation, and they're doing really well because of it. Mm. Um, and it's obviously that'll be the way of the future, that there'll be so many huge films that are now done that 
aren't at the cinemas anymore. Yeah. yeah. Won't happen. It's so, like it's super exciting because I don't think he's put a foot wrong yet. Like mm. I love all the films he's made. Yep. And and it just like gets me excited for, you know, like he, mm. like they're they're almost done with um Thor Th- Thor. Like <laughs> Thor. Thor four. Thor four? Was he <laughs> Thor. Was he rumored to do more Star Wars stuff? I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Like all those Mando episodes. He did Mando, didn't he? But he, he had. I, I heard that there was rumours about features for Star Wars. Yeah, but maybe. Well, they're doing which would be um, sick. the Obi-Wan thing now as well. So, Is he doing that? Oh, well, he might be. I don't know. Yeah. I can't keep track he did, of He Star definitely did. He did maybe two or three of season one of Mando. And they're very two, obvious which ones are his. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I think it's good. Because it, geez, I love his comedy though. It's such warm, yeah, comedy. I love it. It's just there's something about it. It's just nice, warm and fuzzy comedy. What's the, um, what's the vampire film? What we do doing in the, the shadows? shadows. <laughs> oh yeah, that was gold. <laughs> but like, I think boy, <laughs> boy might have been the first one I discovered. Mm-hmm. And it's like this, but set in rural New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's it's all from you know a, an eleven year old's perspective, and. He ha- he paints this picture of his dad, who's like this ninja, and he's like the best at everything. And then his dad actually turns up, also played by Tiger Watiti, and and he's just like a burnout, you know. Like it's, but it's beautifully warm mm. and super Kiwi. But even like Hunt for the Wilder People, you know, yeah, the comedy and it's hilarious, but it's still just this great flowing, warm, yeah. comfortable, which non-offensive which again is. Through this, the main perspective is through a child. Well, yeah, and it's like the scene with Hitler in his bed, right? Like, you know, just it's it's this nice little scene between <laughs> them. He's like, oh, did before. I just make it weird? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to make it weird, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just little things like that where, and even at the start where he's trying to get a Hal Hitler out of him properly. Yeah. He's yeah. like, come on, you know, like, uh, it's just, yeah. I love that. I love that the last time we see Hitler, he's got the bullet in his, the bullet hole in he's his head. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! I, I just love how he's just so erratic as well. Where he looks like jumps out the window in one scene. Well, he like oh, runs yeah. and flies out the window. <laughs> and yeah. he's, he's wearing like a Native American headdress at one point, like the feathers yeah, and all that. Right. Like, what's that all about? There was some reasoning for that, but I have forgotten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. good, anyway. good film. Uh well, well, we're we kicking on, Jules. You better believe it, mate. But we are absolutely kicking on. Well, I've been, I've kind of been not looking forward to this segment because I've I thought about it and I'm a bit stuck. And I'm hoping that there's maybe one out of three here that I aren't got, stuck. I got something. It's it's pretty well, straight down the line. But. Let's just before you start hoeing <laughs> yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, sorry about that. My let apologies. me just first say every film has a shared universe. <laughs> Beautiful, Jules, take uh, it away, son. Well, I mean, for me, it would have been, you know. Something along the lines that, I mean, surely someone in this film would have become a historical figure that Bill and Ted would go back in time for. Yeah, you, look, what, uh, you like know Hitler? what? And I thought about I that. I thought about that. I, <laughs> yeah. I just feel like I mean, it's, it's so easy for us to just go, <laughs> ah, it's a, it's yeah. a historical, historical figure. figure. <laughs> you know, their next history report. But it's, but it's almost like because, you know, you think about the historical figures that they get, maybe they're all, they're all very, they've had a, somewhat of a large influence in history. Uh, so, you know, being World War Two, you'd imagine that one of the historical figures that could be picked up from this film would have something 
relevant enough to talk about at a history report. You know, yeah. look, I, look, I got nothing. Look, else. it's the best we got at this point. <laughs> yeah, it really all, is. That's it. You're like, um, you know, maybe Captain K didn't die of his shots, and Bill and Ted went back and picked him up, and you know, like it, it would be like I could actually picture Bill and Ted picking up Hitler. And treating him like they kind of treat Napoleon, how they just like, oh, this fucking guy, like, what a pain in the ass this guy is, you know, like that's that's how I could picture it. But I, it wouldn't work because the Hitler in this film is imaginary. So, mm. yeah, that's look, that's all I got. That's I don't know. Look, if anyone out there, look, obviously we didn't say it before, but um, we know that every film is connected to the Bill and Ted extended universe somehow. <laughs> and, you know, we, it's we, just hard to find. we may not find the connection today. That's just the reality of life. But no. if we you know, if, if someone, if, if you sing at home is just you're yelling at us, saying it's this, send us a message on Facebook, help us out. Help us out. Because, you know, we are the vessel that usually delivers the news, but sometimes it's just not going to flow. So yeah. Sometimes the booth breaks. Correct. Um, we hold, it's being held together with bubble gum and pudding tin. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment Robust pudding tins <laughs> Cardboard oh, uniforms Is what it's being held together with <laughs> oh, Paper like I tell you I did learn something From this movie I did learn that the uh, In order of Strongest materials It goes metal Dynamite And then muscles <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did learn that So that was uh, That was important to learn <laughs> Yeah yeah, good segment though. Uh, it's a great look. It's, it's a great, great segment. segment. It doesn't take away from the segment, which is yeah. which is good. So we're also out of practice. <laughs> we so. are a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a bit yeah, rusty. It's got yeah. none to do with the fact that we haven't done a recording for a month. But yeah. you know, <laughs> we're keeping that to ourselves. Um, look, before we get on to rating this film, I think maybe I'd like to just do a bit of a where can where can we find us? Are you happy to do that today, Jules? Absolutely, mate. Thanks, you mate. can definitely find us on all the socials. We've got the Instagram going red hot uh, at, what is it, San Dimas Film uh, yep. on Instagram. you got San Dimas School Film Podcast on uh, Facebook. And if you want to shoot us requests, do it on Facebook. You can either send us a message on Facebook uh, or you can send us an email at sandamusfilm at gmail.com. Uh, where else are we? That'll do. That'll do. I'll yeah, tell you where think- we are. San Dimas School of Film is now on Spotify. Get that is correct. Dun, 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 so if that is your vessel, your chosen vessel of listening. Nice. And look, I know that we've mentioned in previous episodes that it was, we didn't do it. We were avoiding it because it was going to be too hard. Turns out it was quite easy. Turns out it was <laughs> really? horrendously easy. So all how about right. that? We're all learning. <laughs> yeah. We're all learning. Does we that learn mean we're, from are we our on, mistakes. What is it? What's Apple Tunes, iTunes? Are we on that? Oh, we've well, yeah, we've been on that years, for years. Right, we've been on, we've been since on that. Since the beginning. <laughs> Six years. Yeah, yeah right. since the beginning. Oh, how about that? Apple Tunes. Apple there you go. I yeah, Spotify was the last the last The last bastion. Yeah, the last of streaming services. Oh, man. Until they create another one. Well, there you go. Right, exactly. If but we'll be there uh, for that as well, Brad. <laughs> we'll be Eventually. late. Eventually. We'll be late, <laughs> but we'll be there. If anybody wants to recommend us, you know, you can just, you know, people like, hey, you can find them on Spotify. Like, thumbs up. Right. So no worries. Yep. Put us in a playlist. Is that We can do that. that. You can that do that works? now these days. The kids are doing that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get out of town. All right, let's get on oh, the ratings. the kids oh, are yeah. doing it. Before we get on to you, Jules. See what I did there? Yeah. Everything's connected. Uh, just. That was good. I liked it. Um, before we get on to you, Jules, because you're going to go first. It's oh, your cool, film. cool, yeah. Uh, we rate thing. We rate films here uh, <laughs> under the Sandema scale. Sandema scale. What is that? Well, Sandema scale is. Let me just get my words together. Um, words are hard. 
Correct. It we is do it. We irrefutable. do it. It is. Well, <laughs> we know that. Uh, we do it as a percentage. So, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which obviously this whole podcast is based upon, is a hundred percent. And then we give whatever film we're reviewing a percentage based on that. Could be above. Could be below. Could be very well below as compared brand. to. Compared to. Yeah, to. yeah. Exactly right. So. Um, so that's how we're going to do things. Jules, your first cab off the rank. How would yeah. you rate this? Well, look, I, I, you know what? I'm going to go with the perfect example of a film being rated above. That's Ooh, right. I'm going above Bill and Ted's. Um, and I'm going to go with about 130%. So okay. it's, it's pretty up there, you know? So yeah, I, nice. I really, really dig this film. Yeah. I really dig it. Yeah. Um, that's what I got. I'm below, but probably not by much because I... I watched this twice um, nice. in the week, um, leading up to this, leading up to today, just because I wanted to really, because I knew that after the first watch, I'm like, nah, I need to go back. Yeah, I need see, to go it's back one to of that. those films, isn't it? You're like, ooh, maybe hmm. I'll just give that a second dose. Yeah, um, and kind of like you, Al, like those subtleties I was picking up in the second watch were really good. So I reckon I'm probably. I'm going to go Year of Our Fathers '89. Oh, nice. I reckon percent <laughs> on this. Yeah. I'm gonna go ninety like seven. What's oh, up there? Yeah, like this is this has everything I want in a movie, right? Yep. Like it's funny, it's poignant, it's sad, it's whimsical, it's great. Yeah, yeah. The roller coaster is real. That's yeah. It is. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. You know what? I'm gonna bump it to 102. Jeez. Oh! Yeah. Hello. It's really good. It was my roller coaster oh, comment, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that was, we weren't at the end yet, Jules. We yeah. were like, <laughs> I love it. near the end, but hey, we weren't there. Your, now we're at the end. Your scores are a roller coaster of emotion. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. I was sad, now I'm happy. Mm. Anyway. So it was like the, the, the roller coaster train was still flying into the stop, and it was that massive sudden stop at the end. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it was good, but then there was that little bit at the end, and it was so good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go the same as Jules on this. This, uh, this, yeah. And you're right. It's got everything. I'm going to go 130 as well. This is great. Nice. It was really, really good. Great freaking movie. Man, yeah, I, great, I think it's been a long movie, time man. since we've all like, I mean, you're close, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> since we've never, all, never mind, Tim. We'll, we'll get you there next time. <laughs> hey, since all... we've had a film that's that's been above the hundreds. I know we've definitely had a few Bill and Ted's like equal 100%, but I think it's been quite a, a while since we've had a, where we've majority mm. of the rooms been above. It was above. refreshing to see a film of this quality again. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, we've had a lot of interesting films, haven't we? Mm. And it's good, like in the vein of the, in the vein of the Sandy scale. Like if you know, if you gave me Bill and Ted, you know, if we were like at a house one night, you're like, oh, let's put a movie on, and you put and you said Bill and Ted or Jojo Rabbit, I'd be like, oh, that's a really tough call. Yeah. But and normally I feel in that situation, I'm like, you know what, I'm not down for a serious kind of film tonight. Let's put on Bill and Ted, but this one I'd be like, you know what? Let's put this on. I'm 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 in for this ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah This is definitely. definitely a film that kids will be doing at school. Yeah, and absolutely. even and like you could put this on in if you were doing World War Two or something. And there's enough yep. to talk about about the mm. the bits and pieces. Just yeah, the the dark See? comedy of it. And it's accessible. Yeah. I actually mm. think it'd be a good film to study for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Because just of how they approach certain things. Yeah, and yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree with that. Wait, did you change Jeez, your score to one hundred percent? Did you just bump it up? I really want to bump mine up right now. But go on, go I'm go gonna on. do it. Do it. Uh, do it. I don't. Don't. Don't cave to the social pressure. Do it, Tim. One hundred and two percent. Oh man, I love it. Turns out peer pressure. <laughs> peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. Ah, uh, right. oh, shit, that was funny. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> well. I think uh, we've covered all our bases. We've yeah. done everything we had to do. It's now time to talk about what we're doing next episode. Yeah. What are we doing? 
Oh, we all look at Alan. I think. I think we <laughs> have a. Didn't we have a special special listener request? Oh, uh, did we? We did. did. Hang on. <laughs> let me let me just type up on the laptop there. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, I oh, I am suggesting right now <laughs> that we don't do any requests from you guys. We do a request from me. I reckon we just bloody do the mummy. I want to do the mummy. <laughs> All right. All right. I, only because I sent, I think I responded to you in a message the other day, Brad, with mm. a Brendan Fraser gif. Yep. And I've just been thinking about the mummy ever since. So I'm just going to put it to you guys that I want to do the mummy. We can we can go back to doing other stuff another time. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but can we please just do the mummy? Let's just do the Let's mummy. Let's do the mummy. I'll forfeit my next pick if you really want Ooh. me. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know yeah, it's not your. You're like I think we should do the mummy. Yeah. All right. Oh, nice. I vote for the mummy. Okay. That's three out of four. Hang on, Jules. Which, <laughs> <laughs> just so I don't go like you know, no, hardcore Al. cinema. Which mummy are we doing? How dare you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do like you know the nineteen thirty-six. Ah, why not? Well, I mean, I could. I just want to make sure I watch the same film as you guys. Maybe I Brandon end up Fraser watching one? the the two thousand and something Tom Cruise right. attempt uh, yeah. at the Dark Universe. Let's let's just plug into the booth. We're going back to Hamanaptra. All right. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> That's where I we're mean. Going. You did mention Brendan Fraser already. I so did. Yeah. Right, cool. I got ninety nine. Dare I say yeah. peak Brendan Fraser? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, sweet. That's settled. I love that. <laughs> well vetoed, Tim. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, well, look. Until next episode, which is going to be awesome, <laughs> be excellent to your ears and don't forget to potty on dudes. <laughs>